Hey there, my scuttlebuds. We are on the brink of summertime, so let's make that our theme for today. Summer plans. You're making them. We're making them. What should you do? What should you not do? We'll talk about it. Did you mark your calendar? Do you know what today is? It's Small Town Scuttlebutt's one-year anniversary. Ta-da! I'm so excited. Are you excited? You better be, because we are going to party. All right? You ready? Let's do this. We're hanging. We are brought to you by ParkStreetBooks.com, Larkin's Liquors, Mario's Lawn Care, Royal Pizza, and Perez Martial Arts. Small Town Scuttlebot. Hey, everybody, it's Rick. Fi- no. No, that was good, Rick. Keep going. That was way too intense. Nope. Good. <clears throat> let me try that again. Music's still potting down. We'll let that smooth out. Yeah. Okay, now I'm ready. Hey, guys. Hey, Scuttlebuds. How you doing? I'm doing great, and so are my friends, Mike, Paige, and Kathy Fair. So we're all hanging out here in my basement, mm-hmm. doing what we do every week to entertain the masses and uh, give you a little escape for 30 minutes. Is it technically a mass? I mean, I know we have a pretty good following, but I don't know if it's masses. Yeah, we're like huge. We're getting butt downloaded in over 20 countries, Kathy. That's huge. What's yeah. butt downloaded? <laughs> well, there's, there's we have three listeners in Russia. I can't imagine. Like what? those are three. Yes. Wait, stop for a second. Okay. Um, I knew about New Zealand. Yes. I had yeah, no idea talk- about Russia. Mm-hmm. Three of them. I am fat. You know who they probably are. I was hoping it was going to be, you know, a couple of hockey players. Like hockey, hockey. players. I think Hot a- hockey players. <laughs> I think you're going in a very different direction here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would like to think it's Alex Ovechkin, Vladimir Putin, and um, that Gallagher. That guy from Rocky. Okay. Gallagher. <laughs> Good one. Those would be, those are my three favorite, you know, most influential Russians. Hmm. But that has nothing to do with what I really want to talk about. Let's just get the introductions down. Okay, Mike, say hi. Mike. Hello. And Kathy. Hi. Okay, Kathy Ferris is, a, is my neighbor. She's a comic. Mike Page is my buddy. He's also my kid's former early child education teacher. We became friends in case you're just joining the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And today, right today, like as of today, we became one year old. That's why I'm so I can't excited. It's been a year. I think I just aged a year during that introduction. I don't know why Mike. I think it's Mike, funny that it's the one year anniversary and the intro took that long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, actually, that's a, that's actually a pretty concise yeah. intro. You're getting better at this. <laughs> it just takes a year. Yeah. We really should be focusing on our birthday. And I'd like to start with Mike because he seems the least excited about this. Mike, let's go around the table. Yep. And give thanks to our podcast and friendship and share some things that you've learned or um, will remember fondly. What kind of imprints have... Well, I remember Wilfred Brimley died. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. And um, nobody else seemed to think it was funny. No, we, we all thought the, it was It was one of the best laughs I've had in a long time. <laughs> it um, was. Also, there was the Nyack Motor Lodge. Mm, yeah. Um, where we found out, you we were talking about a hotel in Nyack, and I knew where you were talking about. Which I was surprised, yeah. Um, those are the moments that really make this show magical for me. It Just was, the unexpected laughs that yep. aren't 
what we were actually trying to crack a joke about, but and then it's like, oh my god, this is great. Right, like we had no intentions. Hey, tonight, I'd like guys, I'd like to uh, talk about the Nyack Motor Lodge, the horror stories of the Fink family vacation. Right, right. It wasn't even. It that. wasn't even on the in the cards for yeah. the night, and then somehow we talk about it, and everyone now knows that you know you can spend a night there mm-hmm. and uh, leave a kidney, or you know you can pick up some crack, maybe yeah. a knife in the abdomen i wonder I just, if their sales went up kathy are you liking this show are you enjoying it i i i really be am. honest um okay hmm. uh no i really am like even when we first started i felt like you know this was this is especially during the pandemic mm-hmm. you know we we're at this place yeah and it was nice to kind of like find friends during the pandemic right and that I'm glad that we're continuing to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is great. I just like the fact that we're growing something. Mike, yeah. remember the table? The table that's under this table? Like I built the table yeah. to be bigger. It was this t- tiny little thing. I remember me and state rep uh, Sean Dooley sitting shoulder to shoulder, sharing a microphone, having a conversation, just nose right. to nose. Right. Yeah. Kind of awkward. I mean, he liked it. How much a table can grow in a year? <laughs> it's yeah. remarkable. We no, have, we, we have. No, we, no we, we've. Can we mark its height on the wall out there? Also, yeah, every year we'll we'll do that. The other thing is the room's bigger, you know, expanded it. And, and it just, we've got the whiteboard that I insisted on. Yep, the whiteboard really keeps us all together. So Thank you. With all that said, I have no idea what kind of leaps and bounds are in store for the scuttlebuds out there in the next year. Really, but I was going to ask you that. Like, what do you see in the next year? Well, now that we've got 50 episodes uh, coming up at the end of season three, yeah, we're going straight, no breaks, no seasons, and it's just going to be continuous numbers starting with episode 51. Yeah, and I'm going to wager a bet that fans can also expect to hear a lot more about Charlie Babbitt in the next year. Yes, let's, let's do that. You know what? You still have not given me the... We have a new segment coming up called The Hot Seat. And yeah. anyone who thinks that they're like, I know everything about meteorology. Oh, right. yeah, you do? Okay, right. we have three questions for you. Right, right. And you have to, you know, right. face I, the firing squad. And I know that you can ask any three questions about Rain Man. And I will, yeah, def- definitely get it right. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I'll get all three of them right. Nailed that Dustin Hoffman you really impersonation. Did. You really did. I think it's important, too, that the listeners know that one of the things that, and I know I always give you a hard time about it, mm-hmm. but uh, you're constantly looking at what can we do different, what can we do better. And, you know, now that we're going to go to these shorter episodes, you mm-hmm. know, 30 minute kind of things, yep. and really like concentrate, we're going to try to concentrate on a topic, but sometimes we deviate. And I think that's where we find the magic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and bring on some interesting guests, not every time, but sometimes. Yeah. And in the in meantime, we will be planning Mike's wedding. Yeah, we got that thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. So much going on this year. So much. Well, anyway, that's our first year. One year down. Got another year to go. I'm pretty excited. I'd like to thank all the fans out there. Yeah, I'm excited. Even our three comrades in Russia. 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 Mike's giving me the let's roll. Let's keep moving on. Let's go on to our topics, because we said, like, we're going to start with the topic. Yeah. The theme for this week is summer plans. Yes. I mean, when I was a kid, you looked forward to summer, and whether you had stuff scheduled for you or not, like, we were good. I'm an 80s kid. Where Where is everybody? Go find the pile of bikes in someone's front yard. Right. You right. know? 
hey, let's get a football game going. Okay, you go this way, I'll go this way. In 20 minutes, we had 20 kids at the football field at the end of the neighborhood. Right. Ready to go on a sweltering hot day. It didn't matter. Drinking out of fire hoses, you know. I'd go to Boy Scout camp, go fishing up in upstate New York with my grandparents for walleye and Great Northern Pike. Drinking out of fire hoses or garden hoses? Tell me I didn't say fire hoses. No, you didn't. You're oh. right. Keep going. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I really said fire hoses, huh? Yeah. For me, summer was, I always had to do more work. I was just a really, every, do you notice you do that every time in the episode? And it's usually when I'm talking. That's so weird. Yeah, it is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, Continue. I'm very interested. Uh, I'm nervous because you have travel size sodas today, so this is gonna He's gonna get ugly for summer, right? Uh, my my whole summer was I'd come home with this thick packet of work to do because I never got all of my work done, and I went to a private Catholic school, so it was like, eh, we don't have to do the standards of the state. We're just doing our own thing, and uh, so I would spend most of the uh, summer doing that. Schoolwork. Schoolwork. Yeah. Uh, Ugh. A, a running thing in my family. Is I remember one year we went to Michigan, Grand Rapids, Michigan, saw my cousins. And when we were leaving, my aunt Judy gave us all a gift. And my sister got his makeup kit. And my other sister got this like Barbie bubble bath. And I got math flashcards. <laughs> and I can't tell you how many years in a row I get math flashcards. That's now. hilarious. It's not. It hurts. Not. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. My daughter would love them. Really? So, yeah. So Good pass, for her. Them, pass them on. She wants to be an engineer. So. Yeah, oh, but well, Kathy's flashcards were old math so oh that's right right right, so. right. and I yeah but but six times seven is still 56 so you know can't change that up. can't change that uh but i'm excited about the summer now especially living in a small town because what did i miss something i'm just going to keep going. rick's still laughing at his joke about bad math he's really proud of himself yeah I really know it's Kathy is really excited 61. about living in a small town because because especially here uh, because it empties out you yes. know um, it has the feel of like a Cape Town we have the pond we've got ice cream we've got all that but what we don't have are lines at Shaw's right yeah and full parking lots yeah you like that okay I do like that I do Mike you got fond summer memories what was uh, in a nutshell? My uh, summers were spent as follows. I would wake up early. I would ride my bike all day. God. Total nerd. Like what? Who? Who does that? Yeah. But I would ride my bike for hours on end and just by myself, like racing nobody. But I'd and I would reach a certain part of the neighborhood that was about like little over a quarter of a mile away, mm-hmm. and I would sprint from there all the way down to my driveway, and then I would turn around and like ride a normal pace back riding the bike super exhilarating summers in my childhood so i had three older sisters i didn't want to spend all day with them so i went off on my bike because that's your you know that's right right you know what i forgot Shazam. what i used to do when i was um when i was younger like after i decided to to grow out of doing the summer stuff yeah. uh the summer school stuff was that my sister and i and our neighbor tracy white uh we had a library so we got all these books and we started doing a library and it wasn't so people could borrow the books although we did let people borrow the books i became one of those collection agencies you talked about this last week already oh really we did word for word play by play that's not that's not word for word right yes no it's not i didn't want to interrupt you but, we but yeah, about it. and it wow. made it into the show. You're only 52, right? I know. I'm scared now. <laughs> you having a senior moment? Should I then talk about the productions that I used to put on in my backyard? 
No. Uh, how about how about the deer? Kind of how about the deer that got shot in your front yard with a shotgun by the police? Stop. Oh. That one's worth hearing again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we could do. Oh, actually, I told that I told that story uh, at a party this weekend, and I forgot the reason for killing that deer. Uh, he was a Republican. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he had a disease, I guess. Liberalism, I think, is the disease. The elks or something. No, it was that in. he was walking around going, oh, I got the gout. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? And they're like, shit, a talking deer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could have made millions. Why did we act so quickly? <laughs> I want to apologize for my library story because here's the thing. I, honest to God, I thought I told that on another show. No, but you like, know what I'd like that's to? That's the thing. Can you tell me, uh, can we stick to the board that you told me to buy okay. and get into it. So camp, summer lists, beach reads. Let's do it. Going on what you were saying, when we grew up, we could do what we wanted. Now kids are so overscheduled or they have all these camps and these camps are super hard to get into, right? Like mm -hmm. you got waiting lists and all of that, right? Right. I worked at a camp for over 10 years mm -hmm. and I cannot believe the money that people spend on their kids to go to camp. Oh, my God. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's expensive. Like my, my mom just said, get outside. Right, right. And it was like twice a day I would come in to drink some water. <laughs> right. And then I would go back out. I went to Boy Scout camp. It was so great. I learned how to swim, like really swim. Well, yeah. How do you really swim? <laughs> he uh, took the floaties off, finally. <laughs> like are you digging a ditch and then like living by the <laughs> living on the land or something? What's going on? I like, think really up, swim. Up, up until 12 years old, I was a doggy paddler. And now I know the side stroke, the breast stroke, the elementary backstroke. I know how to tread water. You know what they teach you? you have, to get your Boy Scout swimming mare badge, you have to go in the water with a sweatshirt and jeans and, and pants and socks and all this stuff, okay? Mm -hmm. You well, have to jump. Well, usually jeans count as pants, but go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> socks, shoes, all that stuff. Then you go into the drink, and then you have to tread water. You have to take off your shoes and socks. You have to take off your pants. You have to tie the ends of the legs. Then, I know it sounds weird, Boy Scout camp, okay, boys, take off your pants, but this is survival, okay? This is to live. That's what they told us. Is it? <laughs> That's what they told us. Wink, wink is Mike. Is Mike with the, Were we in Itasca yeah. Beach here? Okay. This is on. the hardest part, though. You had to, while treading, hold the pants over your head by, you know, the waistband and flip it over your head to catch air and then tie it up and then... Those make legs. Make yourself a life preserver. You make yourself a life preserver. You can also do it with your sweatshirt, but that won't last as long. But the jeans, wet jeans, will really hold air for a long time. Really? Yeah. So anyway, camp. That's cool. I found this really neat camp. Now they have all these weird camps, yeah. like zombie survival camp. There's one here in Massachusetts. That sounds applicable. There's another one in the New Jersey Pine Barrens, which I would never go to because that's where the New Jersey devil lives. But let me just read this to you. Would you want to send your kid to this? Zombie survival camp is located in central New Jersey. In the New Jersey Pine Barrens, located on a 60 acre facility, the camp includes a rustic farmhouse, numerous outbuildings, and a dedicated shooting range. The camp Jesus. is the camp is you know he is not there. The camp <laughs> is about an hour south. <laughs> Different he, camp. No, he's not a zombie. He was risen. Okay, read the Bible. The camp is about an hour south of New York City and about an hour north of Atlantic City. We are about okay. Who cares where you are? So that's what they do. Yeah. Okay. So let's go on to summer lists. Can I just say this? I was talking to my daughter today about camps and I'm like, what do you think would be a good camp? She's like, you know what a good camp would be for girls? As a girl, girls with thick shoulders and thin skin. There's a camp for you. Like, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You know, I got a camp for people that just can't shut up. It's called Camp Quit You Bitchin'. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's an Indian camp. Or Native oh American my God. camp. <laughs> Chief Quichibichin from the uh, the tribe. Okay. Anywho, we're, gonna, we're going to get next one. Next one. You know about this. Moving on. Summer list. Okay, so right, I put this on here because every year I make summer list, mm -hmm. like a bucket list but for the for summer. The summer, and yeah. I said you mean a beach pail list. Yeah, like we used to do it on vacation too. So anywhere we were going, we'd make a list, and that we'd have things like, oh, um, I told you before about libraries, but like go to pawn shop, um, go to a, like a. Oh, I don't like to go to museums. That's one thing I you don't do. You go to pawn shops yeah. in the summer? Oh, sure. Like if you're vacationing somewhere, oh, sure. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? You really get to get a lay of the land, right? <laughs> yeah. Did you ever get anything good there? Uh, no, I didn't ever buy anything, but like I'd ask to see if there's like backstories on some of this stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, just doing something that's like out of the ordinary that you feel like a little vulnerable or yeah. right yeah okay I, I encourage listeners like anytime you go somewhere if there is some kind of local pawn shop or something mm -hmm. um or savers or <laughs> a like, local pawn shop i just stay out of those Support places local. <laughs> visit shop your local. pawn shop you don't know <laughs> i don't want to buy anything from a pawn shop because it's either hot it's or the person's hot. coming back. It's alone, and someone wants that back. Like they're gonna come back and pay for it. No, again. you've been listening. I'm to taking me. something. You've been from watching someone. too many Quentin Tarantino movies. It's not hot. It's a pawn shop. Like, like they, they're licensed and stuff. What are you talking about? That okay. was your summer list. Summer list. Okay, yeah. Mike. Do you have anything on your summer list? Uh, no. Neither do Allie I. And I are just going to the Azores. Let's talk about summer reads now. I mean, this is when we really get into like a good book, right? Mm. My book reading game is off. I've got a Kindle and it's not the same. I like to hold a tangible book, flip pages, Do dog ear it. I know one of our sponsors that owns a bookstore hates dog ears, but I like dog ears and dogs too. I like the whole animal, yeah. both ears, the tail. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. not like one part of the dog I like more, but I do like dog ears, especially when it comes to reading. I got a book that I think everyone should read. Okay. And it's good. I think men would like it. I think women would like it. It's like uh, it's called The Gold Coast. And it's my favorite modern day, you know, novel. The Gold Coast. The Gold Coast. It's by Nelson DeMille. Okay. It's like, you know what? Great Gatsby meets The Godfather. I think there's been a review to some degree that kind of sums it up like that. So again, I'm gonna say Gold Coast by Nelson DeMille. Okay, I have I have one as well. Um, what's great about this recommendation is not only is it a good beach read, it's a good read for just, you know, staying by yourself. You're not going to say Mein Kampf, are you? No. Okay. I'm not. How to talk to your cat about gun safety and accidents, <laughs> drugs, wow. Satanism, and other dangers that threaten their nine lives. Uh, this is a four and a half star rated uh, book. And I got to tell you, it's a page turner. Okay. How many pages do you have to turn to get the end of that literary? It, it goes. It goes real quick. Spectacle. It goes real quick. Um, it you know. That doesn't answer the question. It goes real quick. Well, you know, it's one of those kind of books. It's like a reference kind of book too. Like you keep it. You you draw oh, it. Oh yeah, notes. sure. Anyway, um, so you write your little. She's good at like dodging there. the question. Does it have 150 pages? Nine. You know what? I'm I'm just gonna let people. It's. It's over 100 pages, okay. um, so there's there's that. Yeah, let's expand our minds, you know? Let's, like, learn a little. Well, it's very timely, too. It's very timely. Exactly. I mean, everyone's talking about this. Exactly. Cats it's, and it's guns. It's available, like, online and on Kindle, and who knows? Maybe we could pre-order it 
at Park Street Books. It sounds yeah. free. Is this something that's free? I mean, it's not free. No. Why to, would it be free? Well, it just sounds like a, a, it sounds like a free book. No, it's not a free book, and it's a, it's a kind of book that not only like uh, can you just it's enrich it's enrichment. You know, it's one of those kind of books where you you, you grow and you learn and you and you. You know, I think we should, you know what I think we should do. We should each read each other's recommendation, and you know, when you're done, you can come in and counter review it. Okay, as long as Mike's is a graphic novel, I'm all for it. Okay, Mike, Mike, what's yours? Oh, I could come up with a graphic novel. No, mine would be uh, re- recommended reading would be the Lost Founding Father, um, John Quincy Adams and the Transformation of American Politics. Great book. John Quincy Adams is so underrated, but that's not what I'm really here to talk about. <laughs> I want to talk about Shades of Grey by Carolyn Reader. We don't know how many shades. <laughs> not fifty. It's less than that. Wow. Is this a children's this book? It looks just, like a kid's book. This is it just like a chapter book. Shades of Grey. More than one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Less than fifty. Mm-hmm. You got to read it to find out. Shades of Grey deserves a place among the best fiction written about the Civil War. <laughs> Compellingly vivid. A choice little book. The Civil War was over, but it had taken a terrible toll on 12-year-old Will Page. Page, P-A-G-E, not Page, P-A-I-G-E, like me. So don't get any thoughts there. His father and brother had been killed by the Yankees. His sister died of typhoid and his mother of grief. (laughs) I knew this was good. I knew this was coming from the... Point of view of the South. Yeah. Because it's about the Civil because War. We don't give a shit anymore. I'm already hooked. An orphan, <laughs> Will was forced to live with his uncle Jed, a coward who had refused to fight in the war, a traitor to the Confederacy. But Will had no choice. He had to accept the traitor's hospitality and learn the skills of rural life from him. Trapping rabbits, growing food, and working harder than he ever had in his life, Will found much to admire in his uncle, but not enough to let him forgive until he began to understand a different kind of courage, the kind that caused Uncle Jed to make a choice more difficult than going to war. Wow. And this is 165 pages, and it's all yours, Kathy. If you, if the summary didn't um, draw you in, the thing that would is a picture of of him <laughs> yeah. uh, on the... Fr- it's like a cross between um, Rob Lowe and Demi Lovato. <laughs> uh, it is uh, like, yes. And then the Civil War. You've yeah. got me. What, yeah. I like, <laughs> what I like most about this book is the idea that realistically, more than one... When Fifty Shades of Grey blew up however many years ago that was and every woman was talking about it, mm-hmm. you know that more than one woman went to order it yeah. and accidentally ordered... Shades of Grey. <laughs> what a by, disappointment. By Carolyn Reader. Yeah. Right. What I mean, what an author name too, Carolyn Reader. Yeah. Good for her. She probably made a good like a little pretty penny on the Well, this. I don't know. It would have been better if her name had something to do with writing rather than reading. Well, All right, guys. Hey, so there's some books. Go give it a read. We gotta do some ads. I love our sponsors. They actually care about us and they encourage us. Just the conversations, the relationships we've developed with them. I'm talking about parkstreetbooks.com. I'm talking about Larkin's Liquors, Mario's Lawn Care, Royal Pizza, and our latest friends over at Perez Martial Arts. I just love them all. They're so great. Let's go right down the list. I'll tell you what I love about them all. Parkstreetbooks.com. My daughter just had her ninth birthday. I think all of her gifts came from Park Street Books. And I'm cool with that. It's just going to make my kids smarter. I love that grid mowing pattern that Mario does on my lawn. It looks like center field at Fenway Park, right there in the front yard. It's because Mario and his guys really care about the quality, the detail. They take the extra step. They do it right. They make you happy. You know, Royal Pizza is more than just pizza. What's that city in uh, 
Pennsylvania. Philly? Philly's got a cheesesteak. Meanwhile, we've got royal pizza here spitting these things out like, well, not like hotcakes, but, you know, like, like steak and cheeses. And I feel like a king when I eat them because it comes from royal pizza. And now thanks to Perez Martial Arts wrestling with my kids at night before bed and reading books, it's gotten a little more difficult. My kids know how to slip out of my holds now. It's because of Perez Martial Arts established 2021. That's this year. Check them out online, PerezMartialArts.com. I bet your kids' confidence will benefit from it greatly. What's in those classifieds, Kathy? Classifieds. <laughs> I thought we shouldn't laugh at the segment thing. My favorite thing. Yeah. You're welcome, by the way. Oh, oh first of all, oh, do not even do that. Like, you're welcome, by the way. This is just like the twelfth time you've delivered yeah, on no, Anna's but, attic. But okay, she, here you go. She's asked how many times for for an intro. She gets it, and she goes, "I probably shouldn't laugh at that." You know, yeah. My and, favorite part of it is actually that Rex barked in the background at the end of it. Mm. What nice I didn't gift. like is that she wasn't very gracious upon receiving such a nice gift from you, Mike. What kind of person are you? Yeah, I'll mm. tell you what. It's, it seems to be a theme. Mm, I feel like I'm oh, gonna... that's shade. That is a shade of gray. Yeah, if, if perhaps <laughs> Carolyn Reader would be proud. <laughs> yeah. So that's one. Let's count Just them all up. That's one, one shade, shade of gray. gray. So right. far, that's one, one shade of gray. Yep. I like it. I like it. Okay, so we're gonna do Kathy's classified. She looks for things that people are trying to get rid of in the classified sections of our local hometown paper. Thanks for mansplaining it. And so what we're gonna be doing is like, <laughs> I have comrades in Russia that, and that's two that, shades of gray. So what we're doing is I'm going to describe what the item is, and you can tell me how much you would pay for it, how much you think it's worth. Right? That's what we're doing. How much how we much? think it's worth, or how much we. How think much it's we think gonna be right? How much? Not how much we would pay for it. How much the, they listed we think for. the person is asking? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Those I guess will be two wildly different numbers. Okay. So yes. here we go. Three hundred golf balls, older, Titleist, Ultra, Top Fleet, and more in good condition. Call or text. Picks available. Mm-hmm. Did it say older? Yes, older. Yeah. Range balls. Um, older yeah. Titleists, and yeah. I don't know if they're older. Does that make them collectible? Maybe. Maybe no. they're antiques. Nope. They are just basically range balls. I'll bet you 100 bucks. there's a couple of kids that you know live near the golf course, and they go walking around in the woods picking up golf balls, collecting these things, and then so they sell them. It's cut to the fun. chase. How much would you pay for old balls? Go. Yeah, I would pay, I bet that's going for 75 bucks. Okay. Uh, 50 65. You guys are getting close, so we're getting real good at yeah. this. Okay, so that's a point for Mike. Mike was closest without going over. Right. And, and by the way, if you're a golfer. It seems like a big ask, doesn't it? $65? No, I was, I was just going to say, I think that's a great deal. I mean, golf oh. balls, you, they're really expensive. I like to go through about nine or 10 golf balls per, per game. I mean, I get bored with them, so I just, you know, crank one in the woods. Sure. What do you mean you get bored with them? Aren't you supposed to pick them up? I know, I'm trying to just, you know, act nonchalant about how I slice and hook my way through like 18 That doesn't holes. sound good. I'm not it's a good not golfer. Sound good. Yep. Okay. Right, next one. This is something that I don't know, keep in mind for somebody special, uh, a Barrington collectible. So it's a stuffed bunny dressed for Easter, holding an Easter basket with a stuffed duck. New in box, pick available. Please it's off season. So I, I'm going to say twelve dollars. Hmm. Pick up, it's free. Twenty five. Get out. This person. Unreal. Twenty five. That's this unchristian. Is, 
First of all, remember the second you're, one? You're celebrating Easter, the resurrection of my Lord Jesus Christ by fleecing somebody with a piece of shit Easter bunny? It's not a piece with of a shit. Duck? It's it a collectible. With a duck. It's a collectible. I'd pay 20 bucks it's for that. It's new in box, Rick. 20 bucks. Barrington collectible, new in box, holding stuffed duck, picks available. 25 bucks. Do you think it would look good in the studio? The fact that they're willing to back it up with pictures is why you know it's worth 25 Yeah. Okay, okay. last one. Okay. Then, last then let's one? get out of here. Okay, yeah. so the, uh, I like to give a variety of things. So mm -hmm. um, so this is for our younger uh, families. It's like a pack and play, a Chico stroller, and Peg Prego stroller infant seat. And Prego? Infant seat. Oh, no, not Prego. Like, what is it? Pereg? Prego? Like, P-E-R-E-G-O. Stroller. Oh, I don't know. It's just, I thought you said prego stroller, and I thought that was pretty funny. Okay. Yeah, it's like she's not so prego anymore. Obviously, she had the baby. She's me, pushing the stupid stroller. Let me just wrap up here. Doesn't make sense. Let me just wrap up here that it's a pack and play, so it's like one of those play yeah. things. Two strollers and an infant seat. Exosaucer, three wooden gates. So it's like the whole package. It's like, I'm having a kid, two strollers. $100. Nope, 150 I feel like this one actually is worth money. Yeah. And yet, I feel like this will be the person that's like, just come get it. Mm. Um, but I'm going to go high. I'm, what did you say? 150? Yeah. I'll say 175. 90. Oh, we're both. 90. Um, okay. Well, 90. that was a fun game. I guess so. Yep. No, you have to sell it. If I you mean, don't, yeah. If you don't think it was a fun game, however, <laughs> you have to fool the listeners into believing that that was a fun game. Honestly, after we've done that one with the... With the blue wheelchair that was only used once, I feel hmm. like nothing can top that. Nothing can top I that. I agree. Right? I love I love this game. I actually just peed a little. Well, real quick before we close, I just want to give a moment here. B.J. Thomas died at the age of 78. You're probably saying, who's B.J. Thomas? He's the guy that did the song, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. Mm. And nobody remembers anything else about him. Anyway, so the Medfield-Hampton gang, some lady oh. posted... E.J. Thomas passed away this morning or whenever it was. Mm. I'm really going to miss him. And I thought, are you really? Like, have you missed him since his last song was released? Mm. Whenever that was, like, 1970s? No, Mike, I'm sure she did. Raindrops were falling on his head in the 70s. Have you missed his presence since then? What has he done? Mike, are you been paying attention Who to Who are that? these people that miss people when they die when they haven't they're not in your life first of all listeners who know that the medfield hampton group that mike and i belong to is basically the alter ego of medfield group here and yes they live in the 70s mm -hmm. and yes they probably yeah. even knew that guy yeah honestly i think yep. it's i think it's the coolest thing everybody knows that song and that like if that was your one thing everybody knows it. the first line of that song raindrops yeah. keep falling on my head i'll tell you what that what comes song next did. i don't know Great. Mm -hmm. So can we go back to happy birthday to us, one year yes. anniversary, tell a friend, subscribe. Yes, it's been All a whole year. You guys are still with us. Mm. I thank don't know you. if that says more about us or you, but we thank you just the same. Mm -hmm. um, thank you very much for listening once again. Uh, we hope your summer plans are more exciting than ours, and we will see you next time. <laughs>